welcome back to Starting to Scale. It is another week and I hope you are well. I'm Emmy Faust and today is my second to last episode of season two. We've got a fantastic interview next week with Alexa from Triple Brood. She set up an amazing um, travel business and doing really, really well. So I'm excited to bring you that. Going to have the summer off and then coming back in September going to be doing something a little bit different and I'm also launching my mastermind for female founders so if you are a female founder and you want to sort out your business fundamentals and your marketing fundamentals or if you know someone that is then come along and join in the fun you can get in touch with me via my website emmyfaust.com today on the show we've got Phil Fraser he is an angel investor a business sounding board and he's also set up and scaled and sold a very successful business too Um, I've known Phil for years and today we are talking about really simple basic business planning and Phil's got a really fantastic five-step process that he uses that he is going to share with us so I really hope you find it useful and yeah do get in touch and let me know what you've enjoyed about these podcasts and how I can make series three better and I'll be back next week for the last one. Today on Starting to Scale, I have got Phil Fraser, who I've known Phil for absolutely years. We haven't even discussed how long we've known each other, have we, Phil? But hello, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Is it about, it's about, I reckon it's about 17 years or something. Um, something, something like that. Because when I um, had my first business, which I set up when I was 25, so that was 17 years ago, Phil and I both worked in the same industry. We worked in the gambling industry. Um, I don't talk that much about that kind of side of my life because I've moved on quite a bit but I did go on Dragon's Den and secured investment and my business failed but Phil was doing something quite similar and he ended up having a very successful business and you've gone on to sell that and now you've moved on to be doing mentoring and being a business sounding board and lots of other things so Phil just tell us a little bit about your background and what you're up to now. Uh, okay um, so I had 15 years of, of what I consider proper employment when I worked in advertising sales. I sold magazine advertising space in various magazines, including Just 17, which some of your readers may well remember. I remember that. <laughs> there you go. You probably saw my ads then. Um, and I ended up uh, in a fantastic ad agency in Leeds for seven years. Uh, from there, I moved on to William Hill and launched their first ever online casino. Whilst at William Hill, I came across uh, online bingo as a concept and decided for my for my sins that I would try and get funding to launch the first ever online bingo site in the UK. I was actually too early and, and didn't get any money at all. But um, what I had done is I'd set up a, an analysis website just to get some data and some background on people who played online bingo at the time. Uh, just basic demographics, name, you know, age, how much they spent, how regularly they played, that sort of thing. And people started contacting me and saying, can I advertise on your website? And I said, yeah, yeah, okay, no problem at all. And that became the product that um, we sold in 2018 to a PLC. So I think nowadays everybody calls it a pivot. I would call it an accident. Um, and that's how it happened. I call it finding opportunities in the market and taking action. And so you sold your business two years ago. 
And probably a bit like me when I sold my business. I don't know if this is true. We've only just caught up five minutes ago, but a bit kind of lost. Like I've run a business. I've done pretty much everything that you do as an entrepreneur. Sold my business. I don't know what to do. What am I good at? In fact, you and I were just talking about imposter syndrome. I think it's quite difficult. I don't know if you found this when you sold your business to kind of think, what, where do I go next? What do I do? But what happened when you sold the business? Did you want to get straight back into helping people and working or did you want to take a break or did you just think I'm going to take some time out to see what I want to do well we had we the the business sale went through in April 2018 and we had a three-month handover so we sort of finished finished um mid-July 2018 so I basically went to my place in Spain and, and sat by the pool for the whole of the summer doing nothing which was really nice yeah uh, and then came back and thought well what do I want to do next um I'd always fancied doing some angel investing and I've always liked helping people so I signed up with Prince's Trust became a mentor for them I worked with a an organization called Young Enterprise who uh, send business mentors into schools, particularly six forms, and they have a, an inter-school competition with the six forms building their own business, and they send mentors in to, to help them and advise them on that. Off the back of that, the teacher I was coordinating with asked me to do a talk to the sixth form about careers and CVs and stuff like that, which I did, and I really, really enjoyed that. So I went away and made a list of every sixth form in the West Yorkshire area and emailed them all and said, I do this talk about careers and CVs and uh, interviews and stuff. Would you like me to come in? Which quite a few of them, surprisingly, quite a few didn't reply, but quite a few of them said, yes, come on in. So I really enjoy doing that. But I've also been helping friends who've got businesses, um, just listening to them and asking them questions and, and sort of kicking it around a little bit and being, as you mentioned, a, a sounding board for them. Um and I found I really, really do enjoy doing that. So I'm positioning myself and launching myself now, just about to, as a professional business sounding board, as well as mentoring uh, startups as well. Uh, and I specialize in the online and digital advertising and marketing sectors because they're the ones I know. So, Phil, by the way, the Prince's Trust, I never knew you could be a mentor for them. That's brilliant. Um, I'm, a, I'm a mentor with Virgin Startup, but for ages I've wanted to do mentoring and I didn't know because I love the Princess Trust business plan template. I use that. I've used that myself when I secured funding and I quite often recommend it to people. Young Enterprise, also amazing. And I would love to go into schools and do that kind of thing. I didn't even know that that was a possibility. So I think empowering people at a young age with entrepreneurship is just such a great thing to do. So let's crack on with the actual, what we're going to talk about. We're getting distracted, but I love that. Um, which, and I said to you, what do you want to talk about? And you said simple business strategy. And I was like, wow, I'm wondering if I'm going to learn something from this because we were actually talking about this before, how we're both constantly wanting to learn. And I, and I think I probably am going to learn some things because it's always interesting seeing how other people, business consultants or mentors or whatever, what, what their process is and how they work. And let's face it, very often with a lot of people, it is very it can be very complicated and overwhelming. And I'm, yeah, I'm keen to hear your simple business strategy. Is it your, is it your one that you created yourself? It's, uh, it's probably an amalgam of, I don't know, everything I've done, various books I've read, podcasts I've listened to, articles I've read, and I've just thought, you know, the, uh, none of it's, and I think with a lot of learning, none of it is new. 
it's either an initial idea that's been added to or clarified or simplified or had an extra step put in. Um, you know, there's nothing brand new, I don't think. It's just delivered in a different way. That's exactly what I do. I take all the different things I've learned from my own business and my learnings and everything, and I it's all a, my little version of it, but I'm not creating. I mean, it's difficult to create anything new, isn't it? Because the SWOT analysis yeah. and those great tools which have, which have been around people are using, but maybe our take on it is different to the way that other people do theirs. But yeah, so, so let's, let's get cracking on that, shall we? Okay, so this is very basic business strategy and you can use this for you can use it for projects you could use it for five-year plans you could do one-year plans whatever we'll use it we'll, we'll go through this with as a sort of live example and, and you'll, you'll see where we're going so my first question is always what does perfect look like in a year's time okay yeah. that's your mission okay. okay very very simple so your mission is what does perfect look like? So we're going to use a travel analogy just to just to explain how simple this is. So my mission is I want to go to London. Step two, what needs to be in place to deliver that mission? So if you said, what does perfect look like next year? It might be a million pound sales. It might be 10 new clients. It could be uh, increase our profit share by 15%. So your next question is, what needs to be in place for that to happen? And that is your strategy. So our mission is we want to go to London. Our strategy is we'll go by train. So step three is your tactics. So it's the specifics of delivering the strategy. You've decided what perfect looked like next year. You've decided what needs to be in place to deliver it. What do you need to do to make that strategy happen? Our mission is we'll go to London. Our strategy will go by train. Okay. Our tactics are more specific. So we'll maybe need a taxi to go from the house to the train station. Then we'll get a train, then probably a tube. Then we'll probably walk to our final destination. There you're taxi. Your next stage, so stage four, is your actions. What are you actually going to do? The specifics of what you're going to do. So in our example, our actions are I need to check a timetable. I need to book some tickets. I need to book a taxi. I need to check the destination address. All that. So how long does it take to walk from the train station to our final destination? Pack a picnic. Pack a picnic. Could be anything. Pack your mask nowadays. And your fifth stage is the control. So actually, this is now we're getting to minutiae on our, on our travel example. Who's doing what? When are they going to do? What's the budget? What data are we going? So that's really, really, really specific. If you turn that completely upside down now, and I'll use the travel analogy again because it's simple. I know who's going to be doing what, when they're going to do it, what's the budget, what dates are we going on. I know then that somebody will have checked the timetable, somebody will have booked the ticket, somebody's booked the taxi. We know our tactics, so we know now we're going to use a train, taxi, and walk. And the main strategies or the main parties that we're going by train, and we're going to end up in London. So actually, we've already got ourselves a basic business strategy there. And then the final stage is a review. Did we actually get there? Did we get there on time? Did we get there on budget? What would we do differently next time? Mm, I love the reviewing it, the reviewing bit. So your mission as a business might be, we want a million pound sales next year. Your strategy might be, well, okay, if that's the case, uh, we need to get a thousand more leads in. If we're going to get a thousand more leads in, what do we need to do? Well, we need to do some more advertising. We maybe do some PPC. We might need to get a new salesperson on board. We might need to get a new contact management system in place. 
So the actions would then be, well, okay, somebody maybe needs to price up uh, a new CRM system or somebody needs to write an ad to put in the paper or to put on uh, Indeed to recruit our new salesperson. The specifics are, well, okay, who's going to write the ad? You know, what's what's the budget for our PPC campaign? Who's actually going to speak to a, an SEO agency to increase our SEO? What's the budget? And what, what date does all this need to go live in to then go back, to go all the way back up again to deliver our million pound sales? And then at the end of the year or the end of the period, I mean, this works for six months, nine months, 10 years, whatever it might be, you can then sit down and review it and say, well, actually, we didn't hit a million pound uh, sales, but we maybe did 750. And we actually went slightly over budget or the person we recruited wasn't very good or the CRM system doesn't work. That's the review stage. And then you can start again and go, right, okay, what's the plan for 2022? Right, it's two million pounds. Okay, well, now we've done this last year's strategy. We need a bit more budget or we need more staff or we need a better system or whatever it might be. How do you set those targets? You know, obviously everyone wants to make a million quid in their first year of trading or, or whatever it is. How That's, do you, and you set see, those? This, this, is, this is the magic of it because what happens is as you go through this process, and let's say let, we'll use a million pound turnover because it's a simple one. And you go through this process and, actually, and you end up with saying, well, actually, we're not going to be able to do that because we haven't got the budget to do it. We haven't got the staff to do it. We haven't got the systems to do it. We haven't got the products to do it. We haven't got the supply chain to do it, whatever it might be. So you might have to go through this system to actually sense check what perfect looks like and, and, and do it again. And say, well, okay, maybe that million pound target is in year two. So if, if and again, you could do this on a bigger picture the okay, if this if target in year one is a million pounds, so let's say sorry, target in year two is a million pounds. Let's say that we'll say we'll change this. We'll say the target in year one is seven fifty, and then you go back through the process. So actually, you can look at this two ways. You could either use it as a sense check because once you go through this process and realise what you can and can't do, but also you could do it the other way. So well, let's go for it. Let's shoot for the shoot for the stars. You know, you need a you know a BHAG. I don't know if you've read. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a great. Uh, BHAG. I know yeah. about BHAG. I did a. You know, I did something with hairy, someone from London. Big hairy audacious goal. We had yeah. we had a BHAG that we stuck on our uh, meeting room wall for years and years and years, and it was massive at the time we did it. And by the time we sold, we'd hit it. Amazing. That's the thing, isn't it? They say you've got to have a something to work towards and something that you believe is achievable. Um, and actually, even personally, when I do sort of my goal setting and I looked at and I and I look back, it's like, oh, I did actually achieve that or I, you know, and so I think that that is important. So that so how long does this process take? If you were to do it with a new client, is it something that you're doing in a day or you're doing over the space of a month or what what or, you know, what's the timelines? You, you can you can do this in a conversation. Because. Once you've decided what your mission is, it, and, it, and it clears people's heads, because if you say, right, we want to do this as our target, and they go, well, actually, we need to get this in place, so we need a new salesperson, or we need a, uh, a, a new commercial director, or whatever it might be, you can do it on a scrap of paper as a, as a broad outline, and then when you get down to specific specifics, um, it can take longer. And it's, it's, it's under constant review as well. You don't have to, this isn't a, 
write it now and it's a year's target. Uh, the review part of it, and use the travel analogy again, the review part of it is like once you're sitting on the train and you look out the window and you count the stations as you go past and you go, well, okay, well, this station, I'm in Leeds, so use London because it's a good example. If I look out the window, I go to Wakefield, then I go to Newark, then I go to uh, Grantham. Actually, I might be the wrong way around, or Peterborough. But if I look out the window and the next station's Newcastle, I'm going completely the wrong direction. Or I think I should be at Peterborough by three o'clock and actually we haven't even got to Newark by three o'clock. You're reviewing it again and go, right, okay, we might need to review this. It's not set in stone, but it's really easy to say that's the target. And the, the, the really killer question I think is, okay, you can pick whatever target you want. The really killer question is, what needs to be in place to deliver that target? That's what triggers all the rest of it. Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, you talking about the trains just remind me. It just reminded me. Um, have you ever got on a train? And me and my friend got on the train going to Clapham Junction, and it never stopped, and it went all the way to like <laughs> miles and miles away. So um, I definitely didn't fulfil my strategy well, then. That's so good because I, I love your um, I love this five steps because I think it makes it really simple and easy and clear, especially for businesses that are starting up. I think lots of people can get carried away. We were talking about your work with business, the business um, Prince's Trust, sorry, and I love their business plan template. But you know it, that's quite overwhelming, and for a lot of people doing a business plan, I think also a business plan should be something that you're constantly reviewing and looking at and updating, not just something that's shoved in the drawer. And I think something like this is such a great place to start thinking and start that conversation, isn't it? Isn't it? So is that the process you'd use with your clients now that you're going to yeah. be going in to do this mentoring? And Ab- Absolutely. And, and one of the other analogies I, I, I love, and I, I, I keep working this through in my head, if you've watched Alice in Wonderland and she meets the Cheshire Cat and she says to the Cheshire Cat, which is the right way? And the Cheshire Cat says, where are you going? And she says, I don't know. And the answer is, well, if you don't know where you're going, then it doesn't matter which way you go. So unless you know where you're going, you can't put a process in place. So the first question is always, where do you want to go? And if you uh, take this to, take this to a, 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 a bigger scenario, and I've done this with a couple of clients with, with big companies, and the question might be, where do you want to go? Well, do you want to sell the business? Do you want to acquire another business? Do you just want to carry on doing what you're doing? Now, those are three very, very different strategies. If somebody says, I want to sell the business, then you put a strategy in place. So the next question is, what needs to be in place for that to happen? So you need to clean up your books. You need to make sure you've got all your reports in place. You've got to make sure your accounts are up to date, all that sort of thing. But if you said, well, actually, and you'd want to make it as profitable as possible. So that might actually lead to you saying, well, do you know what? We'll cut a few costs because then it makes the profit look better. So it's better to sell. If somebody says, well, actually, our strategy is going to be, we want to acquire another business, then okay, what goes in place there? Well, actually, we need to start researching a new business. We need to maybe stop investing in our own business so we've got a pot of cash to spend. Or if somebody says, look, we just want to increase sales, well, then you then go down a different route. And it's actually, we'll take on another member of staff. So you've got three different routes there yeah. that, that deliver, even just on basic strategy, deliver very, very different next stages. So, so the- whole, this whole Alice in Wonderland thing of where are you going if you don't know, it doesn't matter what you do because you don't know where you want to be. But if you know where you want to be, you can put the steps in place. And that's that the thing take, that take you there. So much time and money is wasted on people not knowing where they're going and they need that clarity. And I think that's where you and I can help them. 
So the big question that you are saying to people is, what needs to be in place to get you to your destination? That's the key question, isn't it? Absolutely. Out of Absolutely. your five questions. And then that then delivers what needs to be in place to make that happen. And then it's what, how are we going to make that happen and who's actually going to. And it, so you, you get down. So you'll actually end up with a long list of, of small things that need to be done that go back up that scale of questions we started with the mission. So if they all happen, then the next stage will happen. And then, you know, if we've recruited a new salesperson, then our sales will go up. And if our sales go up, then our, you know, fingers crossed our profit goes up and therefore we get somewhere close to our million pound profit so you're going to write a book on this you're going to write a book on your your new five-step plan phil fraser like five-step plan like, I, think I, might, I might i might create a pdf and do that i'll start yeah, there. i mean i do like it i like it. it is very the thing is is, is exactly what you said it's simple business strategy it's very simple like what i do with some of my clients is more in depth than that but that's often because they're wanting to secure investment and they need like proper business plan and forecasting but i think it's a really good and I like the way that you explained it on the train, except obviously you forgot the key point of you've got to take snacks if you've got children. You know that, don't you? How important that is. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's all about the snacks. But Phil, Actually, like- just, just, just going back to one point you just said there, you help people with, uh, with looking for investment. Sitting on the other side of the fence as, as an angel investor, one of the things we often ask people who are looking for money is, what are you going to spend the money on? And the best answer is people who actually say, well, we're looking for 250 grand and, you know, 60 grand's going to go on web dev, 90 grand's going to go on, I don't know, new equipment and what's the rest? 100 grand. I can't worry about marketing. The marketing. Oh, 100 yeah. grand's going to go on marketing. So actually, to, and again, going back to this, this planning, you have to have done the plan in the first place to know where the money's going to go totally exactly i totally agree now phil on that point you are an angel investor are you open up to are you open to hearing from people that want investment or are you not open to that absolutely i always come across people that want investment and you know the clients that i work with that i take on i believe that they're doing great things but it's always good for me to know so i think the fact that you've come out saying that would be fantastic if you're happy for anyone listening to this podcast who is looking to get investment to get in touch and just show you their deck or their plan very much so very much so and again you 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 may well have found this and and it's very much in my mind i will look at a deck and i look at a presentation and the thing that i want to see is that I a I can get on with the person. It's yeah. almost it's almost as far as would I want to go to the pub with this guy or this girl. But the second thing is, do they look like they want to take advice on? Because the last thing I want to do is bung somebody fifty grand, hundred grand, whatever it might be, and they go right. I'll see you again in a year's time. That's you know I'm I'm investing because I want to add value to the person as well as the business so i will i will look at a business and all right you know most businesses look brilliant and they all have a hockey stick projections and we all know that's a load of rubbish and it comes down to do i believe in this product or what this product is going to be or this product offering and can i work with this guy yeah yeah totally true It's it's all about the connection isn't it it's the same for me with my clients you know i'm not we you've got to have a connection you've got to feel like you can add value and you've got to feel like 
you know, they'll want to get. And, and I suppose maybe that's the slight difference between an angel and a VC. A VC kind of gives you the cash and lets you get on with it. They've got lots of other projects going on. And an angel, you're more, you're also wanting to offer them advice and help. Bill, I know you love to talk. I'm going to have to cut you off because I like to keep these short to 25 minutes. I think we've, I don't know how long we've been on here for, but um, you did warn me at the beginning it was going to be difficult to um, stop you talking. Maybe there's another podcast in there at some point, but I just want to say thank you for sharing your five-step business strategy plan. And also, it's great to hear that, you know, you're open to hearing from people that are setting up businesses who are looking for investment and that you are open for business. So thank you so much. I'll put a link to um, your website, LinkedIn. Anything else you want to share? LinkedIn, you'll find me at Phil Fraser. Uh, I'm actually currently building my own website at the moment, so I haven't got a website. So if you Google me, you'll either come up across uh, Phil Fraser, who's a reggae artist from Jamaica, or Phil Fraser, who make medieval reenactment costumes. So unless you would put the word bingo after the search, you won't find me. But yeah, you'll find me on LinkedIn. Okay, cool. I'll put a link in the in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on and chat to you soon. Fantastic. It's been really enjoyable. And I have to say, I do enjoy the podcast because I've been listening to quite a few of them recently. Oh, on my loved, podcast. Oh, thank you. I, I love the quote from Elise Finn from a few weeks ago when she said, what does this situation make possible? I exactly. Do you know what? That podcast I did with her at the beginning of coronavirus that quote has stuck with me throughout the whole way throughout coronavirus, the ups and downs. You know, there's been, obviously there's ups and downs and lockdown and four kids and work and everything else. And I just keep saying, what does this make possible? And funnily enough, I've just started doing a really interesting mentoring thing. Elise is there. And I just said to her yesterday, all I can think about is that quote that you gave me, what does this make possible? It's such a positive thing um, to, to, to think, isn't it? And thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for coming on. And, uh, Good luck with your new five-step plan and your trips to London on the train. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Starting to Scale with Emmy Faust. That's me. It has been great to have you listening again this week. If you know other founders that are looking to grow profitable, sustainable businesses, then please do let them know about this. And it would make my day if you leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what you are enjoying from this podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can do that through my website, emmyfaust.com. And don't forget, I've got lots of great resources on my website. Go to emmyfaust.com forward slash free. Have a fantastic week and I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Bye.